Well, hello and welcome to Super Great Kids Stories. Wise tales from around the world which will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended for ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello and how are you doing? I hope you had a good week. I'm very happy because we've had over 2 million downloads of our stories. It's heartening to think that so many people are enjoying these wise little tales. As you may know, our theme for February is trickster stories. The tale today is from India and it's called The Tiger and the Boy and the Jackal. I wonder which one of them will be the trickster. Tricksters are often animals. In some stories, the trickster is a tortoise, and in some it's a spider like a Nancy, and in others it's an eagle or a buzzard. Oh, and sometimes it's a rabbit like Kojo. If you were telling your own trickster story, I wonder which animal you'd use for your trickster. Would it be an animal who can run fast like a leopard or a cheetah? Or would it be someone who is slow but smart, like a tortoise, or maybe even something from the sea, like a porpoise or a dolphin or a shark? You have a little think about what kind of animal you put in your trickster story while I have a quick word with the grown-ups. Hello, super great kids. So, who would you have as your trickster if you were telling your own trickster story? Would you have a hairy spider, or a rainbow snail, or a, a blue sloth, or a pink flamingo? I wonder what you came up with. Well, here is a tale from India about a boy and a tiger and a jackal. I wonder if you know what a jackal is. A jackal is like a cross between a wild dog and a wolf. Are you ready? Mouth open, story, jump, out! Once upon a time in India, there lived a tiger. Every night, the tiger would creep out of the forest and into the village. Shh, 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 and... He'd steal a chicken or a cow and he would gobble it up. And the people in that village, they didn't know what to do. They were a little bit worried that the tiger might even sneak into their houses at night and eat one of them. roared the tiger from his lair up above the village. And the people in the village would run to their beds and shiver and shake under their blankets. Something had to be done. They called a meeting, and between them they decided to make a tiger trap. So they dug, and they dug, and they dug, and they dug, and they dug a deep, deep pit. And they covered that pit with sticks and leaves. Then they waited, and they waited, and they waited. But a tiger never seemed to fall into their trap. 
until one day the tiger was walking along very pleased with himself. La, la, shibo. La, la, shibo. La, la, shibo. Until suddenly you know what happened, don't you? Crash! The tiger did fall into that pit. He roared and he roared and he roared, but he could not get out. All of a sudden, skippity-hop, 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 a little boy came skipping along the windy yellow path from the village. <sighs> let me out, let me out, let me out roared the tiger. I'm starving. Oh, Mr. Tiger, I can't let you out because I'm afraid you'd eat me for your dinner. Oh, no, 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 I won't eat you for my dinner. The tiger stroked his fine long whiskers and licked his thin lips. I promise I will not eat you up. Uh, are you sure? asked the boy. After all, you are a tiger. Oh, no, 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 no. I swear on my fine stripy tail, I will not eat you for my dinner, said the tiger, prowling up and down the pit. Well, said the boy, if you promise not to eat me, then I'll see what I can do. And so he looked around, and he found a huge, long branch, which he tipped down into the pit so the tiger could walk up it and back to freedom. Was that a good idea? Rah, rah, fa -la 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 -la, roared the tiger, knocking over the little boy. Now I shall eat you for my dinner. And he pounced on the boy, pinning him to the ground with his huge paws. But, but... That is so not fair, said the boy. You promised, and a, a promise is a promise. <laughs> Laughed the tiger. Don't you know, I'm a tiger, and tigers do not keep their promises. And he opened his mouth wide, 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 and roared. <laughs> Just then, along came an elephant. Elephant, elephant, shouted the boy. I let Tiger out of the trap and now he wants to eat me for his dinner. He promised me he wouldn't. That is so not fair, is it? Huh, trumpeted the elephant. I say, Mr Tiger... What do you have to say about that? And the tiger said, Can you help me? One, two, three, rah. One, two, three, rah. Who cares about fair? Go away, Mr Elephant, or I will eat you too. Well, uh, in that case, said the elephant, um, look, boy, poachers come and steal our tusks. Is that fair? We have to carry heavy logs for our owners hours and hours in the burning sun. Is that fair? Sorry, boy, but I can't help you. Life is not always fair. Good 
day, Mr. Tiger, and off he stomped fairly quickly. Pa rum pum pum pa rum pum pum said the tiger, baring his sharp teeth. Now I shall eat you for my dinner. And he opened his mouth wide, wide, wide. But just then, a long slithered cobra. Cobra, cobra, cobra. I let Tiger out of the trap and now he wants to eat me for his dinner. He promised me he wouldn't. That's not fair, is it? Mr. Tiger, what do you have to say about that? And the tiger said, can you help me? One, two, three. <laughs> Who cares about fair? Go away, Mr. Cobra, or I'll eat you too. <laughs> what do I care about fairness? said the cobra, stretching out his hood and looking even scarier. Man takes our skins and turns them into shoes and bags and belts. Is that fair? Tss, sorry, boy, but I cannot help you. Life is not always fair. And with that, the cobra slithered off into the scratchy leaves. Cha-cha-cha-cha! said the tiger, baring his sharp teeth. Now I shall eat you for my dinner. And he opened his mouth. Wide, wide, wide. That's right. But just then, along came... <laughs> Mr. Monkey. Monkey, monkey, I let Tiger out of the trap and now he wants to eat me for his dinner and he promised me he wouldn't. That's so not fair, is it? shouted the boy, trapped between the tiger's paws. <laughs> tiger? Did you say tiger? And the tiger said, one, two, three, who cares about fair? Go away, measly monkey, or I'll eat you too. Okay, Tiger. Sorry, boy, but I can't help you. Life is not always fair. And with that, the monkey hopped off as fast as he could up the nearest tree, howling. Just then, along came a wily jackal. A jackal is a bit like a cross between a wolf and a wild dog. Ow! Papata papata pad pad, papata papata pom pom pom, papata papata pad pad, papata papata pom pom pom. Jackal, said the boy. I let the tiger out of the trap and now he wants to eat me for his dinner. He promised that he wouldn't. That is so not fair, is it? A promise is a promise. Ow! said the jackal, yawning in a puzzled sort of way. Ooh. 
said the jackal. What was it that you helped the tiger escape from? A trap, said the boy. The tiger's tail swished back and forth angrily as he pinned the boy to the ground and growled. One, two, three. <sighs> Sorry, what did you say? asked the jackal, rubbing his ears and scratching again. Say it again. A trap, roared the tiger. I was in a trap made by man. The jackal scratched himself vigorously. Ah, oh, I'm sorry, tiger. What trap was that? You stupid animal, growled the tiger. Look, this is the pit that I was trapped in. Oh, said the jackal. I'm sorry. I can see that the pit is deep, tiger, but I still can't quite understand how you were stuck down there. You're so strong and supple. And, and can you show me where you were exactly? <sighs> here, down here, said the tiger, running down the tree branch and back into the pit. Look, look, I was down here. Oh yawned the jackal again. And where was the tree branch exactly? C can you show me where it was to begin with, boy? And the boy dragged the branch out of the pit and put it back on the ground. The tree branch was here, outside the pit, and I fetched it to help Tiger escape. Ah, oory bop. Now I get it. <laughs> panted the jackal. I see. Tiger, you were stuck down there, and boy, you were standing up here feeling sorry for Tiger as he yowled and cried in frustration. And you took pity on him, and he promised not to eat you. That's right, said the boy, but now he wants to break his promise. Hmm, said the jackal. I think, Mr. Tiger, we'll leave you down there a little bit longer until you learn to keep your promises. And you, boy, you can go home and have your dinner. And so the jackal and the boy ran off down the road together. Skippity-hop, 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 skippity-hop. Papata-papata-pad-pad, papata-papata-pom-pom-pom, papata-papata-pad-pad, papata-papata-pom-pom-pom. And as for the tiger, I wonder what happened to him. Well, that is another story for another time. Mouth open, story jump back in. Phew, thank goodness that jackal came along when he did. Would you trust a tiger? Do you think there will be anyone brave enough to let him out of the trap for a second time? I don't think I would. Would you? Thanks so much for listening. And special thanks to all our listeners in Delhi. If you like stories about tigers, you might like Ted the Tiger Tamer. Have a look and see if you can find it on our podcast. 
One of the best things about making this podcast is hearing from you. And lots of you have been inspiring us with your reviews and pictures. So it's time to dig into our bag of happies and say some big thank yous to all of you who've been sending us inspiring drawings of our stories and posting some really kind reviews. We'll begin our thanks in North Wales to Sophie, who is seven, and Juliet, who is four. Sophie has drawn a very clever picture of the musicians of Bremen's story, with all the animals climbing on each other's backs to peep into the robber's house. And Juliet has drawn a magnificent ackee tree bursting with fruit from the Jamaican story Nora and the Ackee Tree. I'm particularly pleased to hear you've been acting out the story together. And hello to Colette, who sent us a fun drawing of Stick Woman. I like the way she's holding her walking stick in a very jaunty way and how her head looks like the pumpkin which she hides in. Thank you, Colette. I wonder if you can say the Stick Woman rhyme. And thanks to Sisters Avery, who is six, and Lainey May, who is nine, who've both sent very imaginative pictures. Avery has drawn the spinning sisters, the ant with the huge thumb and the ant with the great big tongue and the ant with the foot like a dinner plate. I like the way you've labelled them too. It's a fun story, isn't it? And Lainey May, what a stylish picture of Vasilisa the Beautiful. I love her patched up dress and her little doll which she's carrying right next to her heart. Thank you very much for sharing that. And Kira, who is seven, has sent a lovely picture of the Three Dolls story. I particularly like the king, who is looking a bit puzzled at the riddle he has to solve. And your three dolls have lots of attitude. Thanks to your grandma, too, for encouraging you both to listen to our stories. And seven-year-old Ria from San Jose in California has sent in a great picture of the parrot's advice. I really like that wise little story, Ria. I love the baffled look on the man's face as the parrot suddenly comes back to life and flies up to join all the other parrots. It's not easy to draw a parrot and you've obviously observed them closely to get them looking so real. Thanks for that, Ria. Ooh, over to Texas now to Ruby, who is seven. Ruby's drawn a bright and stylish picture of the magic orange tree. I like the way you've used the pen to give it texture. I wonder if you can sing the song that goes with this story. Great artwork, Ruby. And Kaya, who is five, sent a fun picture of Mr Fox at a party, with Mr Fox scoffing all the food in front of the bouncy castle. I like the cheeky orange colour you've used, Kaya. I wonder if you'd invite Mr Fox to your party. And Baba Yaga, the Russian witch, continues to be one of our favourite story characters. Kara, who is six in Edmonton in Canada, has drawn a really imaginative picture of Baba Yaga and Vasilisa with Baba Yaga's house surrounded by frowning skulls on sticks. And Lauren has also sent a carefully drawn and detailed picture of Baba Yaga with her spiky hair and Vasilisa with her little doll and the glowing fence of skulls on sticks and Baba Yaga's hut with a thatched roof. Baba Yaga does not look very friendly, does she? And six-year-old Wilder from Brooklyn in New York has also been inspired by Baba Yaga. Wilder likes to listen to the stories with our siblings Sky, who's 11, and Vader, who is four. I love the way that Baba Yaga is flying across the sky on her broomstick and how her red eyes make her look as if she's up to no good. Bizarrely, sometimes Baba Yaga can be kind, which makes her more interesting. 
Though more often than not, she isn't. Your picture of Baba Yaga certainly gives her attitude wilder. It's a scary story, isn't it? I'm amazed that you all like it so much and aren't too scared to listen. I'll have to find some more Baba Yaga stories to share. Well, that's the thanks for now. More coming next week. I wonder if you can draw a picture of the tiger and the boy. I've been posting your pictures on our Facebook page if you'd like to see them. Go to facebook.com forward slash stories. And if you'd like to send one, send it on Facebook Messenger or scroll to the bottom of our website, supergreatkidstories.com, where you can attach a picture at the bottom. And thanks to all of you who are supporting us on Apple Podcasts and on Patreon and giving us one-off donations on Ko-fi. Thank you to Bruno, who is six, and to Hannah, who is three and a half, and Olivia, who is nine months, and Mum and Dad, who are 39, but say they're still children too. We rely on your donations and subscriptions to keep producing Super Great Kids stories and to pay our storytellers. If you'd like to support us to get stories without the adverts and early, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Patreon, which you'll find on our website at supergreatkidsstories.com. Or you can give a one-off donation on Ko-fi. Thanks to all of you for helping us. We've had some very kind reviews too. So, thanks to Leah Grace, who's almost nine, and to Kira, who is seven, and Ria, who is nearly five, and their grandma, who they listen with, and to Lavinia, who is eight, and Kala, who is three. They like listening to the Snake Sisters. Thank you all. I love reading your reviews. It puts a wag in my tail and a tiger in my tank. <sighs> That's it. Thanks for this week. Bye for now. This podcast was produced in Wardour Studios in London. <laughs> <laughs>